0: And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne.
1: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. Today, I am speaking with a newly found and upcoming friend of mine, M. Shannon Hernandez. And I want you to remember that, M. Shannon Hernandez. Let me share with you how impressive her bio is. M. Shannon Hernandez is all about that joy in life and business. She is specifically known around the globe for the content personality wheel, and is the founder of Joyful Business Revolution, a marketing strategy and consultancy company that works with coaches, consultants, and service-based owners. She has been called the queen of organic marketing, growing nearly a $1 million per year brand with zero ad spend and high profitability. Shannon and her team teach their clients how to create values-driven, organic marketing oozing with integrity so that they call in their perfect fit clients with a simple, sustainable, and joyful marketing plan. A sought after expert in the world of marketing and business strategy, Shannon has been featured on CBS, ABC, Fox, and NBC. She has over 25 years in an award-winning curriculum design, working with both the NFL and the U.S. military. And she is a master trainer and teacher. Her newest book, Practical Joy, continues to inspire and teach people that joy is an inside job. Amen to that. When she is not teaching, she's spreading joy and funding projects that impact the world and its people. I bet you after hearing her bio, you now know why her and I are so aligned, so connected. And I share with you my newfound friend, because we have a lot of similarities, a lot of passions, a lot of the same exposures. And I got to tell you, I'm so excited for you to hear about M. Shannon, and our conversation. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business, in your success, or maybe you just want more, and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a phone call with me and my team to see if we're a great fit for each other. Okay, let's do this. Shannon, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: I am blessed you're here. I know what your schedule's like. And when you allocated time for us and for the listeners, I was beyond grateful for So let's do this, okay? So talk to me, who is M. Shannon Hernandez? What got you into this joyful marketing?
2: Mm, I love that question. Uh, Well, first and foremost, I say my greatest gift to the world is teaching and training. And if I could do it all day long, I would be a happy, happy person. Um, And I do, I have built my entire business around that. I was a teacher for 15 years, um, spent many of those years teaching crazy eighth graders in Spanish Harlem. (laughs) Oh, fun. (laughs) Um, I stepped out of that career uh, 12 years ago when really the joy was gone. It wasn't the joy of teaching, but it was the joy of the system. Like the education system is so broken and I just wasn't aligned anymore with, how things were going and, and the poor results, no matter what you tried to do about it. Right. So I said, well, I'm going to take joy into my own hands. And I stepped out and I opened my own business. Um, I'm the first entrepreneur in my family. I am, everyone thought I was nuts, right? My father was a police officer. My mother was nurse. So you're supposed to get a job and work there your whole life and have retirement and all things. And, now they're like, that was a pretty smart move you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not being shot at, you didn't have to deal with covid in a hospital.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> nice. You know, that's that's pretty unusual for a For a family unit to understand and acknowledge the steps it takes to become an entrepreneur because they're so used to doing things by the book, doing things the right way, doing what you're supposed to do, doing it in a structure. And a structure is more like an ism or a shun or something like that, corporation or, you know, putting yourself into a cubicle. Yes. As I lovingly like to say, a box. Right. And, you know, I, too, am the only and the first entrepreneur in my family. And, you know, they ostracized me. They thought I lost my mind. You know, they thought you gave up this this corporate career. What about the pension? And I was like, you guys seem to forget I was in corporate corporate America. I was in the air on 9-11. I got laid off because 9-11. I'm never going to let somebody tell me my worth and value ever again. I'm going to dictate that. Right. Mm -hmm. And reality is I'm not going to wait for somebody to give me a $20 Timex for 30 years of my life. I'm going to go out and buy a $20,000 watch because I can and I want to.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) But I will tell you, Stacey, I do want to say that my family didn't come around till about year 10.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean when you didn't ask them for money?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't need money and never asked them for money, but I'll tell you what, they asked me for money. If somebody needs money, I'm, you know, within boundaries. I am the one that's helping with my mom's care as she ages, um, partially, right. I am the one that's helping. If my sister wants to fly off to wherever and have a vacation, um, watch the three children because I can. Um, I have the time, I have the resources and I don't ever take that for granted because I think back to my days in teaching, I'll probably cry here. And I was tired. Um, I loved what I did, but I was exhausted. I didn't have money and I didn't have time. And I, I was bound to, you know, a school calendar. I was bound to showing up how somebody else wanted me to show up. Um, and I just, I don't take it for granted what I've built here. <laughs>
1: Amen. So, you know, I, I really want to touch that because so many people, and you don't have to be an employee to feel what Shannon just expressed, right? To where you're, you're always struggling financially. You're always struggling mentally, physically, and emotionally because life is taxing. You know, yeah. I, I, one of one of my keynotes, one my keynotes. Hello, thanks, Seth. Fix that. One of my keynotes talks about that if in life, you know, life has three occasions, occasions and two guarantees. The L, you're going to live. The E, it's going to end. It's that if in the middle. It's that if in the middle that dictates the journey, mm. and so many, to to borrow Robert Kiyosaki's analogy, so many hop on that hamster wheel and it becomes exhausting because you're getting up at four or five in the morning. You're serving the market that you serve, then you're spending one to two hours in traffic to get back home and then do all the family responsibilities. And because inflation and economics continue to do what they do, you're, you're struggling. You're, you're not, you're not working to live, you're living to work. And there comes a point to where to borrow Shannon's coined phrase where's the joy right you know for me for me it's about living the desire you know what is it that I desire at this stage in my life that's what fuels me that's what drives me now please understand that you're hearing the zero to hero story from both of us you're hearing the outhouse to penthouse story from both of us that that struggle still happens you know, and that's kind of what I want to get into with Shannon now, because I want to take the glitz and glam out of the journey of being a business owner, building a business in the journey of entrepreneurship. You guys have heard my story. You know, I had to work seven jobs. I built a business, a seven figure business, had it embezzled from, then had a business partner sue me after they embezzled from me. And I spent four and a half years in court, filed bankruptcy. Uh, lost everything I owned and re, rebuilt from the bottom up. You guys know my struggle. And I'm telling you, we never learn from success. We learn from our failures. However, it's a choice to learn. And you only fail if you choose not to learn. So Shannon, from your from your journey, did you just... Put up a open for business sign and it just became easy and effortless. And you were a baller and all this money started flying in.
2: Well, well, we call ourselves baby ballers.
1: (laughs) Baby ballers.
2: (laughs) I got a couple nickels I can rub together. (laughs) The answer to that is there have been so many ups and downs. And just because, you know, the business is where it is today, there are still ups and downs. I've had some significant, um, ups and downs. So when I first came out of the classroom, um, I didn't know anyone that was a business owner because my whole 15 years was with teachers, right? Straight out of college. The only social media I was on at the time way back then was, uh, Facebook and it wasn't that old. So I literally put a post and said, I'm going to start a business. I need a business coach. (laughs) Who do you know? (laughs) And I thought that was like, I mean, when I look back at that now, that was probably the most brilliant thing that I actually did. Is I said, I need to have a business coach. I don't know what that is, but somebody must be able to help someone with the business. Mm-hmm. And that paved the way for, I think, faster success than trying to figure it out on my own. It doesn't mean there haven't been ups and downs, but I thought about my business, Stacey, my online business of marketing strategy. I thought about it in terms of a McDonald's because when I was 16, that was my first job. I worked at McDonald's Mm -hmm. and I remember sitting in my classroom in October of 2012. And I was thinking, okay, now if I was going to open a McDonald's, like I did when I was a manager at McDonald's going through college, I would need the building, the franchise. I, we'd need a building. We'd need the electricity. We need the chairs, all the food, all the stock, all the things. And I said, okay, well, what would that look like if I opened an online business? I need somebody that knows what they're doing. That's a coach. I need somebody to do my website. I don't want to do all the details because I'm a strategy person. I can be a details, but I don't want to like do all the detail work, right? I want to stay in my zone of genius. So I hired three people off the bat. and I wasted no time doing it. Now there were some maybe drawbacks to that. One, I didn't really know who the hell I was hiring because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but they all worked out fine for, for what I needed. Two, I did leave teaching as a public school teacher, but to fund my new business expenses, right? I took a job at Brooklyn college as a professor And I taught in the department of education. I taught two classes a semester. That's how I really feel like I did things the right way for me coming out of the gate. Because I now know when I talk to people that is not normal, but I didn't know that wasn't normal, (laughs) which is a big clue. I want to tell everyone I have had my blinders on for 12 years. I have done every single thing guided by my intuition and my joy and I have pretty much done everything everyone says not to do, and I've been successful at it.
1: This is another reason why Shannon and I have an alignment. You know, you guys hear me say time and time again, I do what I do best, and then I hire the best to do the rest. I am very clear what I am good at. I am very unclear at what I'm not good at. We call those blind spots, right? And I also know what I shouldn't be doing and what I don't know how to do. I learned a long time ago, as Shannon put it, to stay in my zone of genius. I do what I do best. And then I hire the best to do the rest because reality is you have a choice. Every day you wake up, do I want to have a job or do I want to grow a business? Right?
2: Absolutely.
1: And when you are chief everything officer, from the bottle washer to the janitor, to the operations person, the administration person, the marketing person, you're doing the deliverables, you're exhausted. If you really broke it down, you'd make more money working at McDonald's. Zero disrespect, right? However, if you stop walking over dollars to save pennies and start really making investments, in areas to help you grow, then you'll scale like you've never imagined. To Shannon's point, I had a coach. I, I I, have always had a coach. I had a coach when coaches didn't even exist, right? When I got out of the military and I was diagnosed with PTSD, my discharging sergeant told me, get a life coach. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, it's somebody that's gonna help you migrate back into life don't do it through the VA. They don't understand our problems. So I looked in back then the yellow pages, by the way, life coach was not a category. (laughs) We didn't have Google back then. (laughs) And I just started going to where business people were. And I finally found a coach and this coach helped my journey in personal and professional development. And then, you know, as I grew, my coaches grew and I kept hiring up, I kept reaching up and I remember waking up one day with 16 cents in the bank, having this coaching contract of several thousand dollars a month, calling my coach saying, I have to break the contract that can't afford you. And she goes, that's exactly why you can't break the contract. You can't not not afford me if you can't afford me. So figure it out. And she hung up on me. And I remember being pissed, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm already dealing with the violation of embezzlement. I'm already dealing with this violation of being sued after being embezzled. And I remember she gave me the biggest gift in the world. I got to figure it out and lean into who I am. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, and I think Shannon's going to agree, it's not easy. And it's 100% worth it. Because yes. you you just heard Shannon say, now she takes care of her mom, right? You can't always do that in a job. You have to take care of the job, then the family. Shannon, I want to I wanna kind of shift gears a little bit. And, you know, you deal with a lot of business owners. You deal with a lot of entrepreneurs. You deal with a lot of coaches. And I'm going to lovingly put a warning out there. People that slap coach on their name shouldn't always be a coach. Absolutely. Right. I'm going to say that with love, zero judgment. Just always be aware of who and what you're hiring. Yeah. Because because sometimes if somebody's struggling in what it is they do, and they're going to coach you in it, they're going to coach you how to struggle. Right.
2: That's the truth. And I I also want to say um I have always respected people that have a coaching credential. And I don't call myself a coach for that reason.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, I am a strategist and a consultant. I'm an advocate, a cheerleader. I can be a lot of things, but I really respect the people who have gone through different modalities of coaching to be able to, to have that word uh, with their name. And I just want to say that because I agree with everything you're saying. Um, we help coaches, consultants, and service-based business owners and experts, but I am not a coach. Yeah. Um, I'm a lot of things <laughs> and I will use coaching as a tool, but if you hire me, I'm a consultant and we're getting our asses to work to yep. get your business working better.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I, I describe myself as a success strategist. I, I am a certified human behavior coach. I also just so happen to be really good at business. I've built two seven-figure businesses and six six six-figure businesses. I understand the nuts and bolts. So you're going to get some consulting. You're going to get some coaching. You're going to get some kick in the assing. You're going to get whatever it is you and the business need to take you and those goals, dreams, objectives, aspirations to the next level. It's just important to know whenever you're embarking in your journey, not all professionals are created equal. Mm-hmm. Do your due diligence. So yeah. that being said, with you dealing in the marketing realm, and uh, and I'm going to lovingly say you're talking with someone who built all my businesses offline. You know, in uh, October 2019, I had this brilliant uh, decision that maybe it was time to get a website. This is, by the way, you know, I've been in business, this business since 2009, and I never had a website. I had an online brochure, right? But I never had a website. I had zero social media presence. As a matter of fact, I'd get this Facebook invite and I'd be like, well, that's creepy. And I'd delete it, right? (laughs) And and uh i so october 2019 i had this brilliant idea that i was going to go online yep and uh build a podcast and you guys know the rest i say all that to say my experience with digital marketing has been subpar compared to my experience with offline marketing right yep. Yep. and i'm curious as to what you see out there from your marketing experience yeah because in 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 my humble opinion as somebody who means business about business when it comes to marketing it's in a lot of cases overpromised and underdelivered Absolutely. and that's why i really love how you approach So what do you see as obstacles in your industry? And what do you see as obstacles when it comes to the 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 entrepreneur and how they're struggling online?
2: Yeah. Well, this could be an entire series. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's a a couple of things on my mind that I'd love to kind of share with your audience and talk with you about. So um I think the word digital marketing one, I don't even know what that means. Honestly, it's so watered down. And now if you want to, I'm also a messaging strategist, right? So if you think about marketing, nobody even knows what the hell that means anymore. Like it's, it's every, it's like words that are just thrown around and then people think they know what it means. Yeah. And I had this revelation, Stacey in Mexico in December, I went away for a week and I, You know, something happens when you're on an airplane at 30,000 feet.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) What it is, but your brain gets real clear. (laughs) And I was like, what do I really love? Well, I've always been about building relationships first. In fact, we have a hashtag in our community, Stronger Together. And we really believe that I'm not on a pedestal and my business partner, Amy, is not on like we are not on pedestals. We are here to guide you and to help you don't put me on a pedestal because that also means you can take me off a pedestal. Right. Yeah. So, um, I got to thinking about my own journey and it's really been about relationships and I could say relationship marketing, but it just doesn't feel good to me to even put those two things together. Cause it's just yeah. like another example of what people don't understand, yep. but we build relationships here because we are human and our people are human. And in fact, um, with this revelation in December, I came home and I added one line to my email, um, emails that go out every week. And it says, PS, we are human here. And so are you hit reply to get the conversation started. Nice. And it has transformed what's coming into our inbox to get conversation started because sales happen in conversation.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Um, and to, for people to say gosh it's so nice that there's actually human on the other side of this email like that positioning right there and i really had to do that stacy because with all the ai stuff coming out which i want zero to do with i don't know how to use any of it i'm not using it. my clients if they're using it they're using it behind my back uh, like for all <laughs> intents and purposes but yep. we're human here we are human you are human. And I am all about building relationships with humans. And I have always been that way from days. And so when we think about scaling a business, it's often the very non-scalable things that have helped me scale. It's the things people say like, oh, um, You don't have time to do joy chats with people. You should be doing whatever. Well, we set up two years ago, a 20 minute joy chat. If you're new on the list, we want to get to know who you are. In fact, I want to say, we don't like the word list. If you're new to our community, we want to know more about you. We want to know who you are. We want to know who you are as a person. And so we offer a 20 minute joy chat. And by the way, y'all, it is not a scalable thing to do. And it is the thing that creates a relationship which creates revenue.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: So that's one thing. The other thing I got to thinking about was the power of email marketing for me. I've always been um somebody who loves one it's permission based. If if you give me your email, you're giving me permission to communicate with you and I love that. I love the feeling of it. I love the invitation of it. I love the trust behind it. And so I am really going to start this year in about Q2, talking about email marketing as the most sustainable way to grow a business. And I'm going to differentiate myself from all the noise going on in digital marketing, social media marketing, and whatever other kinds of marketing I don't even know freaking exist.
1: I love that approach. And and if I may, I'd like to pipe in just a hair there. I'm Far from a marketing specialist, I like I said, I know my strengths. Marketing is not one of them, but what I do know is human behavior. What I what I do know is business, and and I'm gonna share with you guys the genius in this. And part of the reason why I'm spotlighting this is because this is the part of business so many miss. So many people look at their future perspective client future perspective partner as either the hair on the back of my neck is going to stand up when i say this the target market or the avatar do you guys walk around life with a target on you saying here i am do you approach life being labeled as an avatar no you are a human being with needs, wants, desires, problems, and you're seeking somebody who understands and can offer solutions, especially from a human perspective, heart-centered, not just your visa starts with four, MasterCard five, American Express three, Discover six. I mean, reality is we aren't account numbers. We're not credit cards. We are people existing, thriving in this world together. So as a business owner, do you have a future perspective client journey mapped out? These people aren't targets. Do you have an existing client journey mapped out? These people weren't just your mortgage revenue, right? These people have experiences and lives and if you are showing up with clear intention of the journey of the relationship then you're establishing a partnership in my humble opinion
2: yeah and on that I just scrolled through um three days ago I posted this um, on Facebook after a conversation that I had you are not a lead you are not a prospect you are not an avatar you are not butts in seats you mm. do not belong in a funnel or on a leads list, nor to be communicated to with AI generated content. You are human and we will treat you human every step of the way, whether you ever pay to work with me or not. This is my promise to you. That post went wild.
1: (laughs) Did you guys hear her voice shake when she said we'll treat you as much? This is what happens when you're in alignment with your business. You know, I tell people all the time, if your why makes you cry, the how's never going to matter. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, people look at me all the time and say, I don't want your schedule. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I travel all over the world. And they're like, well, you're always working. And I go, that's funny that you have that perspective. I don't feel like I work a day in my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's, you heard her voice shake. Do you wake up every morning? With that passion driving you? Do you wake up every day with that heart centered, gut wrenching, voice shaking emotion? Because that pulls you when you need to be pulled. It pushes you when you need to be pushed. And I got to tell you, it fuels you when you need to be fueled.
2: Absolutely. When your sales dip, because ai hit the scene and you've done nothing but talk about messaging for a year um, Woo! you better find that why <laughs> it's kind of like sweet
1: baby jesus <laughs> yeah. Absolutely,
2: but this here this what i just read and what we're talking about this is why i have the business i have yeah it's yeah. relationship driven It's sitting down belly to belly, eyeball to eyeball, like talking to people, getting to know people. If I can't do it in person, I do it on zoom, by the way, y'all I'm an introvert. So I have to manage my energy. I'm also an empath and an HSP. So I've had to learn that, um, Stacey, that has been like a huge, um, learning curve for me of how to work within my energy and grow this business. And Um, if I come out of alignment, it's not good. I crash for like days on end. Right. So my team is, is very aware of the cues I may give off when I'm like on a high, like on an event high or on, and they're like, okay, you're going to step away for the next 24 hours, go paint, (laughs) go run, go whatever. But like, we need you to come down because we don't want you to crash. And that's been one of the biggest struggles um, in my business journey of learning how to manage my energy, whether it's a dip in sales or, oh, my God, I have the most amazing clients or I come off an event, I'm on this event high. And it's still something that I'm really I work on. I work on a lot.
1: You know, that's that's a huge point. I, too, am uh, very high on the introvert scale. I, too, am an empath. And, and I have to tell you, one of the biggest gifts and tools I gave myself was emotional self-regulation. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm at an event, when I'm on stage, when I'm training, people never believe I'm an introvert. I am literally off the charts on Myers-Briggs as an introvert. Yep. And, you know, my family, my team, they look at me and the second I come off stage, they'll surround me. Mm -hmm. that they do everything they can to, you know, I'll say in their quotes, protect me. There's nothing to protect me from. They just know that I give and give and give and give and give until I'm depleted and crash. So they kind of rally around me. And then when we exit the event, they're like, go do you just go, don't come back. And it's just kind of like, it gives me permission to recharge. And the way I recharge is I sit at the beach I just, you know, I I embrace Mother Gaia. I watch the ocean. I I allow myself to embrace how small in the world I really am and you know how 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 beautiful of a world we're surrounded by and that recharges me, that refuels me, it taps me back into my mission because the mission's to transform the world one person at a time by impacting impact makers cuz I accept the fact that that's going to take a team, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say we have a lot in common, we have a lot in common, and I'm beyond excited about this embarking relationship that we're stepping into. And I'd really like to have a little uh, joyful, respectful, loving banter with you. How's that?
2: Love it. Let's do it. (laughs) So,
1: you know, there's, there's a lot of back and forth on the philosophy that I'm getting ready to tap into right now with Shannon. And you know, some people say, put your pricing on your website. Um, Some people say, don't put your pricing on your website. Some people say, eh, let the pricing be the filter or give them the pricing after they give you their information, whatever it is, whatever your philosophy is. You know, there's pros and cons to both. I had asked Shannon um, if we could talk about a post that she made um, and keep in mind, I'm not in a disagreement of the post that she made and I'm not completely in grants and I'll explain why. She doesn't know why. And uh, the post was my paraphrase. If your pricing isn't on your website, I will never do business with you. That was the post she made. Now, the one thing I respect about her is there is no second guessing what her opinion is.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so Shannon what I what I'd love to do is talk about why you have that philosophy. Then I'll share with you my philosophy and then I'll share with you something last week that I saw that slapped me across the face and made me even more excited you and I were talking.
2: Okay, good. So um, I have I was coached early on not to put my pricing anywhere mm-hmm. that people would need to inquire somehow, whether it was sales call or an email or whatever. I've always done sales calls, so that's mm-hmm. really what where they were learning. You know, after we dug through all the things that you dig through, what do you want? What are your ops? You know, the common things that you do in a sales call, um, and. I did that for a long time. I made money doing it. It didn't feel good to me, mm-hmm. and the reason it didn't feel good to me as a salesperson at the time. Now I have a salesperson now. I don't do sales anymore. But the reason it didn't feel good to me is because um, there was a time in about five years ago. My 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 Ford Escape literally broke down on the way to CarMax to purchase a new car. Like it couldn't have happened at a worse time or the best time. Like we had one car in the family. I said, I was keeping that car. till you know, it just quits working. We literally got in the car. We were going down this bridge, um, towards Staten Island, New York city, and yep. the engine just decided to stop. And I was like, wow, we're like two hours from CarMax. I love CarMax. That's why I'm gonna tell you this story. We're two hours from CarMax. I have um, purchased cars from CarMax for the last many, many years um, because they disclose their prices and they don't haggle. And I value Mm -hmm. that. Um, Mm -hmm. And here I am, I need to get now a two hour cab, clean out my car, put everything in the cab and get there before they close and leave with a car, like there's no other option. Okay. All of that to say, I was in a situation where I have a budget. And by the way, I still have budgets on things that I'm going to spend money on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew what I needed and I needed it that day. And I didn't want to haggle. I wanted to walk in. I want to get the price. I want to get the car and get out of there. And I wanted it to be in my budget. That was a turning moment for my own sales process. And it was a turning moment because just like I could go to CarMax and I could one, see the price and I knew there was no haggling, which is why I do business with them. But also I get to test drive the car before I buy it. That was the second thing that changed the way I run my business. So the prices are always visible and you can always test drive our program before you buy. And when I did that, Stacy, when I made that shift and it was not um, easy to make, I had to jump through a lot of hurdles of ways I've been coached and would people buy. And then I had people in my industry like saying, oh my God, I can't believe like you're putting your prices out there like that. Like, like I had all of that going on. Our sales grew from 250 K to 750,000 in a year and a half and our close rate went through the roof because I no longer had to talk to people about the price of anything before they got on the
1: phone. Nice. Now that
2: is why I have, have, that is how that came to be.
1: Yeah, no, you know, I I love it. And uh, like, like I said, I don't agree or disagree with it. I believe that there are multiple philosophies for a lot of reasons. And, you know, doing what I do, you know, being a success strategist, coaching people, training people. I'm very clear that flexibility will always lead. I'm also very clear that there's no such thing as cookie cutter solutions, because cookie cutters belong in kitchens, not coaching and not training. Mm-hmm. So everything that we do is live and dynamic and, and custom, right? Now, I say that to say it's kind of Hard to put a price on something that isn't cookie cutter, Mm. kind of, right? I'm very Mm. clear on what my worth is as a strategist. I'm very clear on what my worth is as a trainer. And, you know, I've gone back and forth with this philosophy. Part, uh, you know, the days when I didn't post my pricing was because I'm very clear that I can help people and a lot of people that I attract come with limitations they come with the mindset that's already holding them back and if they see something and create a belief that they can't afford that and the reality is they can't not not afford it i'm letting them down by letting them buy into that belief and walk away so that's number one number two number two when i do offer it you know with our trainings we offer an interest-free payment program and we allow people to take the training before it's ever paid off. So how can you not not afford something we're allowing you to dictate what you want the payment to be?
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: meet people where they're at to take them where they want to go. So yeah. I go back and forth with it. Now, all of that being said, uh, we were laughing earlier because I spend about five minutes a week on social media. And I, it's funny because I see a lot of her posts and I'm literally on social media, five minutes a week.
2: That's good. I'm
1: glad they're working. And and I I actually think it's because um, Mark Zuckerberg just knows that. uh, I think you're a hoot and just make sure I always see you. (laughs) I saw this. I saw this post in this group that went viral and it dropped me to my knees. Mm. And this is what you don't know. So this woman posted in this group, um, I need a coach. You know, I, I've I've had a coach for the past several years. I've spent anywhere from a thousand to three thousand a month a month on my coach. I'm open to a coach with a negotiable budget in that range. Does anybody have any ideas? Well, all the coaches, of course, just became vampires on this post, yep. and and they just started sucking the life out of this post. And then one woman posted on there. I have the most incredible coach. He charges $50 a month. And 100,000 people commented on this post for his information. This wasn't about the value proposition. This wasn't about their needs. This wasn't about their problems or the solutions. It became about the price. hmm Nobody asked, what does he coach? Nobody asked what her problem was. Nobody asked what she (laughs) needed. Everybody wanted the website for this $50 a month coach. This is social
2: media. It's best right here.
1: (laughs) And it became this guy just got $50,000 a month plus worth of business easily because his price point was $50 a month. Is he solving their problems? Who knows? Yeah. Would Does what know? he offer even help them? Who knows? Do they even need that type of coaching? Who knows based on her, she was looking at one-on-one coaching based on what I saw in this post. You know, this was all uh rec- pre-recorded curriculum. That's not coaching. Nope. No. And people, well, if you're price shopping for your business, I have a newsflash for you. You're attracting who you are. So if you don't like the customers that you have, look in the mirror and evaluate your behavior. Yep. I'm, I'm off my... That's so-
2: okay. And I just want to say, I appreciate this discussion. Um, I am trying to think, I think I'll just say it. I don't think I agree with your statement that you said, you can't afford not to... However, that statement, uh,
1: you can't not, not afford it if you can't afford it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and the reason why, when I really think, cause I've been sitting with that, um, mm-hmm. well, I think there's a lot of reasons, but for me, this goes back to in a first marriage, um, there was a big gambling problem that came yeah. out. Um, and I literally had at the end of this whole thing, $5 left. in all accounts, $5. Yeah. And it was my breaking point where I had to call my sister and say, I need to leave this relationship. But before I do that, can you please come get me and take me to the grocery store? Yeah. And I have never forgotten that moment. When I was a teacher, there was somebody who was very, very wealthy Um, her husband was wealthy. Her family was wealthy. She came from wealthy money and she used to say to the kids that we taught, what do you mean? You can't afford $3 to go on the field trip. And the kid would sit there and cry their eyeballs out. Did they want to go on the field trip? Absolutely. Would the field trip change their life? Yes. Would it change their mindset for a while? Absolutely. They didn't have $3. And I remember pulling her inside and saying, This isn't about what they want. This is about real fucking math.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Shannon, because that's not what I mean when I say it. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, everyone that knows me knows that I lead first and foremost with my heart. Mm -hmm. What happens is, is if people are making a decision based off money, then they're in a different circumstance and they might need to reevaluate how and what they're doing. You know, my strategy calls, when I I sit with somebody, my strategy calls aren't that bait and switch sales call. Right. It's to sit down and really get an understanding of where you are and what you need because it isn't cookie cutter and there's a lot of ways to slice an onion, right? And if you see a price... And run, then you're potentially losing out on something that I can help you with, even if it's just me giving you my time with no hidden agenda, right? So when I say, when I say you can't not not afford it, I'm talking about the belief in yourself to step in to see where you're at. Mm -hmm. To me, it's not about that. It's not about, it's not about what's in your pocket. It's about what's in your heart. And I respect reality. You know, I've I had somebody come up to me telling me it was a battered wife. She left. Mm -hmm. She was like, I, this is my fourth marriage where I've been battered. I'm starting to believe I'm the problem. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. and you know, I told her, you're not the problem. You're just attracting a lesson that you haven't learned yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had she had no. I'll say career, right? She had very little faith and belief in herself. And I told her, if you're willing to invest in you, I'll invest in you. And we'll step into helping you reprogram who and what you are. She stepped into the training and I let her go for six months without ever paying until she got stable foundation in her life. Yeah. So that's what I mean by you can't not not afford it, because if you're willing to step into you and believe in you, then the person that's offering the solution, if they can exercise flexibility, they can too. Yeah. It just takes yeah. one person to believe for you to borrow it.
2: Yep, yeah. and I agree. I can do,
1: I can do that because somebody did it for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think like great examples of of how to put this you know, what, no matter what side that you're on is, are you having conversations with your people Yeah. at the end of the day? Right. Somebody I posted today about a VIP day. I had one left in January, they're 5k. Mm -hmm. And the person is new to our community, like just found us within the last week or so. And he messaged and he said, Hey, I can't afford the 5k right now, but is there another way that I can work with you? And I, I said to him in messenger, what do you think you need help with? Cause I don't even know you yet. Like, what is it that you think, you know, the biggest problem that you have? And he said, um, he said, whatever he said about organic marketing. I said, you know, your first best bet come to our workshop next week. It's $47. Hmm. Now I did that because I don't know one, what his budget is. Yeah. And two, I know that workshop converts to 15 K clients.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's phenomenal.
2: So it's this back to the human relationship element. Are you having the conversations from your heart and soul, no matter what side of the pricing belief you're on, are you meeting people when they're reaching out? Are you inviting people to joy chats? Are you giving people a chance to know your heart and your soul? because I think that is what grows sustainable businesses.
1: I agree. I agree, absolutely. So Shannon, welcome to the signature question of the show. And that is, what does selling without selling mean to you?
2: Asking really good questions and having conversations.
1: I love that. (laughs) That is fantastic. So, I know how incredibly scheduled your day is. If our listeners want to find you, follow you, reach out with you, connect with you, how can they?
2: Yeah, you can always find me um, at my email, HQ at Joyful Business Revolution. We are human. So if you email us, we will email you back. Um, and I also run a beautiful Facebook group for those of you that might be on Facebook. Um, you can get to it at joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash facebook uh, backslash fb. Let me say that again joyfulbusinessrevolutioncom slash fB will take you to our Facebook group um, and I also have a resource I'd love to share with people uh, once Stacy says I can. <laughs>
1: Go for it. Absolutely. We'll make sure all of this is in the show notes.
2: Okay, beautiful. So I got to work and I built something people have been asking me for, for uh, many, many moons, and it's called a Joyful Content Creation Framework. And it is the six types of content and messaging you need to grow the business of your dreams. And you can pick that up at joyfulbusinessrevolution.com joyful framework. Um, It's a beautiful resource, full color, lots of examples of messaging and the psychology behind the messaging and why it works. And we would love to have you get that resource in your hands.
1: I love that. Shannon, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I've had an amazing time chatting with you. And listeners, your success is important to me. And it's also important for me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you and for you. I'd love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to hop over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. I'd love for you to hop over to Facebook, join our Sell Without Selling community. Second, second, I'd love... Since you're already there, switch over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. We are always posting different things in different places. At least that's what they tell me, because you know I only spend five minutes there. And then last and definitely not least, I'd love to chat with you. Get your feedback on these episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make these episodes more powerful and helpful to you, achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to stacy That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to stacy Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule. And always remember this, choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon